ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Tuesday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. It's the final day of May as we head into the summer months. Welcome in. We'll open up the phone line for you this hour at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Our text line will open that up for you as well. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-TALK. That's the numbers, 8255. You want to be a part of the program today. Hey, welcome back from the Memorial Day weekend. I hope you had a chance to take it all in. Of course, uh, several reasons for Memorial Day. You know, it used to be Decoration Day, historically Decoration Day, and it, it turned into Memorial Day. So, you know, yesterday, big day, of course, you had the Irons Memorial Day Parade. So I'm sure a lot of you got a chance to do that. Traditionally, a lot of people do cookouts, things like that. And, of course, we had a lot of sports to get into. Baseball yesterday, uh, hockey, Game 7, the Rangers beat the Carolina Hurricanes. Moving on, taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. No one's given the Rangers a chance in this one. That's all right. That's okay. We like it this way. We like it this way. We'll be the underdogs. It's good. All those games coming up this week on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. And we've got NBA action coming up this week as well. You can catch those games mostly right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we've got a lot to get into today, of course, with the Memorial Day weekend. We're a few days behind. Uh, we'll catch you up on a few things. we got to start with what's, of course, happening now and Marshall University making the announcement earlier today that Adam Williams has been added to the staff as an assistant coach. So congratulations to Adam. If you know the name, there's a reason why. Former Marshall men's basketball player, native, of course, of West Virginia. So Dan likes to keep it in the family a little bit, keep a little Mountain State tie. Here we are with a Marshall tie and a West Virginia tie. He served as a head coach at Salem University. So, there's some coaching experience there. Played for the Thundering Herd for two seasons, starting with the 2007-8 season and the 2008-9 season. Played in 59 games, had 11 starts, and worked as a grad assistant for former Marshall coach Donnie Jones. I'm just waiting for the ground to open up when I say Donnie Jones' name. I'm just waiting for the ground. Is he still, I, I want this answered. Is Donnie Jones still persona non grata? Is he still a pariah? Is he still among the most vilified coaches? Is he still that guy? I want to know. I need to know these things. I, I don't want to stray into any awkward situations. And maybe we get Adam on the program this week, talk to him about Donnie Jones. I, I don't know here. I don't want to. I don't want to cause a ruckus here. Is is Donnie still hated? Is that the guy we still vilify? Is is he is that him? I'm curious. I need to know that. I need to know that. Nobody mentions really that uh, Adam also uh, spent one season playing for the Kentucky Wildcats. Peer Nate games. Hey, he was before the transfer portal was vogue. This is this is where this stuff comes into play before the transfer portal was vogue, right? 
You had to sit out a year. You had to make your intentions known, sit out a year. Couldn't just jump in right away. Right? You just couldn't do that necessarily right away. Of course, times have changed. You could play you could play here today and gone tomorrow. But yeah, he was at um he was in Kentucky, 2005-06 season, appeared in eight games, and then two seasons with the Herd, 2007 and 2008 seasons, 59 games, 11 starts. So he's going to be on the staff. Hopefully he will have an impact for the Thundering Herd. And, of course, you know the name. Why do you know the name other than his time at Marshall? Is there a reason why do you know the name? If you don't know the name, then you don't know Tex Williams. Adams is... Adams' son of Tex Williams, longtime coach, legend in the state of West Virginia. And again, Williams also had some coaching experience with he who shall not be named, Donnie Jones. I'm gonna, he's, like, he's like Lord Voldemort. That's, I'm going to refer to him. I'm going to refer to him as he who shall not be named. Like, I'm just trying to keep my street cred with the herd faithful. I'm just trying to keep my street cred with the herd faithful here. Got to know the heroes and villains here. Who who are the heroes? Who are the herd heroes? Who are the herd villains? Just up and leaving the herd to go to UCF. Just up and leaving. Went to UCF. UCF. I mean, that's like... That's like Batman leaving the Super Friends going to the Legion of Doom. That's, I don't get it. It's not like it's not like you went somewhere better. You just went somewhere sunnier. Left. I just need to know. Okay, if you're a longtime Herd fan, you know the beef. I, text line, what's the Donnie Jones beef? You're not a longtime Herd fan if you don't know the Donnie Jones beef. You're uh, you're new to you're new to the situation if you are not a uh, you're not in tune with that. You remember A.J. Rompa? Yeah, I think it was A.J. Rompa. I think that was, yeah. He was that, he was that pesky guy that played for uh, UCF. Couldn't stand him. Much respect to him. Because I couldn't stand him on the basketball court, so much respect to him. Of course, if we get, if we get him on the show, not A.J., by the way. Uh, if we get Adam on the show, this is, these are things we're not going to bring up. A.J. Rompa. I believe that's I believe that's the last name. All I know is um, every time he was on the court, man, it was just like it was a villain for herd fans. Those days were fun. Donnie made a great villain too. D- Donnie made a great villain coming into the Henderson Center after taking the job at UCF. You don't do that. That's um. That's like that's like Bo Schimbeckler leaving Michigan to go coach Ohio State. That's what that's like. Just about okay. Maybe that's a little too grandiose. I don't know. Just a little too grandiose. All right, uh, we'll get your phone calls and text in. We're gonna catch up this weekend. Eight seven seven four two zero talk. Eight seven seven four two zero eight two five five. The text line three zero four three nine six talk three zero four three nine six eight two five five. We'll get you caught up. With everything that's taking place this weekend look ahead we got a busy week ahead for you we'll do it all when we continue with this edition of the drive on espn 94.1 and am 930
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, May 31st edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We'll take your phone calls and text this hour. The phone line is 877-420-TALK and the text line is open this hour as well. 304-396-TALK, 304 304- 3968255. So, Marshall Men's Basketball getting its man in Adam Williams as an assistant coach this season. Tony Kemper doing some business as well. I got to get him on the show. Uh it was probably too too early to try to get him right away, but he finally got a forward. Today, the Thundering Herd announcing that uh, Shania Wright, she is a forward coming to the Thundering Herd, and she will be a part of Marshall women's basketball. So the Thundering Herd once again using the transfer portal to its advantage. So she's going to be coming out of Brooklyn, New York. So uh, she's a New Yorker. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I mean, sure, I could be like a, a big Pittsburgh fan. You know, I could be the stereotypical Appalachian person here and be like all in in Pittsburgh. Or, you know, I could be you know, all in on um, – well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be the stereotypical Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, West Virginian. I'm not going to be that person. I mean, there's – I mean, sure, we, we got an athletic director from Pitt. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be that stereotypical Appalachian. I'm just not going to be. I mean, I'm not gonna be that generic. I'm gonna think for myself and like the teams that I like. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates baseball coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9:30. So, the Thundering Herd getting uh, a a young New Yorker. Bring her into the mix because there there as as the hockey saying says, there's no quit in New York. I'm going to ask Tony about that. Is there? Yeah, he won't know. He won't know about the hockey stuff. But there's no quit in New York. That's the saying. So you know, out of Georgetown, transferring out of Georgetown. So uh, coming from Brooklyn, New York. So congratulations to Tony Kemper for that and adding to the Thundering Herd. We'll try to get Coach on here soon to talk about that. The transfer portal giveth, the transfer portal taketh away. So basketball back in the news, and uh, volleyball is in the news as well. Again, Thundering Herd, using the transfer portal, you're going to have to these days. It's it's like another recruiting ground. You just can't ignore it now. So volleyball earlier today making the announcement that uh, Kayla Malik, a grad transfer from Chicago State, is heading to the herd this upcoming season. Malik, member of the Chicago State Cougars, since her freshman season in 2018, has one year of eligibility remaining. She was a middle blocker, and she, prior to joining the Cougars, was an outstanding high school player at Richmond Burton High School. So she's got a little pedigree to her and Thundering Herd adding to the roster. Again, uh, I like the fact that 
I think the transfer portal is going to benefit a lot of the other sports as much, if not more. Only because I don't know how many of these student-athletes are are leaving because of name, image, and likeness. I don't know how much of that's going to be an, a factor. Yeah, If you're volleyball, if you're women's basketball, you're not necessarily enticing. Not that there's anything wrong with that, Nick Saban. Not that there's anything wrong with that or having a system in place attached to the university in some capacity unofficially that has a fertile ground for name, image, and likeness opportunities that don't violate rules. Not flat out buying players, Nick. But this is going to benefit, I think, those sports a lot more. Speaking of Nick, said earlier today, he... You all right? You ready for this? You ready for this? Said earlier today that he never should have singled out Texas A&M when he accused the Aggies of using name, image, and likeness deals to buy its top-ranked recruiting class in comments that he publicly made a couple weeks ago. Saban also said, I didn't really say that anybody did anything wrong. So on the one hand, it's like, you know, I shouldn't have singled them out. I didn't say they did anything wrong. I shouldn't have singled them out, though. Because, after all, a reporter did point out, reporter doing that person's job, that um, he said A&M had bought every player. And Saban said, I didn't say anybody did anything wrong. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. The whole idea of name, image, and likeness was that student-athletes are not employees. So they have an opportunity to go out and generate income And they're not restricted. They can use their name, image, their likeness. So if a standout player on the team can leverage his local, regional, or national fame into some sort of financial stream, it's allowed. Just to flat out give cash. Flat out, let's give cash to players. And I'm pro-student-athlete. I'm always going to be pro-student-athlete because they're not getting paid. But, and for the ones that aren't, it's different than the ones that are. But they're getting scholarship. They're getting a lot of support systems that regular students don't have. So... They're already receiving value. They're receiving the tools they need to get an education, and that has long-term value. That just doesn't have cash money right now. Now, what that student-athlete does with that is up to that individual. If you want to become an English major, then you're not going to make that much money. If you find that you want to get into a field after your athletic career is over, that has a lot of earning potential, 
you you get what you put in. And again, the job market's tough anyway, so it's not a guarantee. But you have an opportunity to to get tools to continue your career because not everyone's going to go pro after athletics are over. The majority of these students aren't going to go pro. Not many are going to last long when they go pro. And when I say pro, that could be the NFL if you're a football player. If that's not the case, you can get into one of these lesser leagues and hope that you can continue your athletic career. Uh, You can hope that that turns into maybe a shot at the NFL. Same thing with basketball. You could play overseas if you don't get into the NBA. You you got the developmental league. You've got other opportunities. Soccer, there seems to be a little bit more of an opportunity for a player. Not necessarily are you know, going to see everyone find a team, but there's some opportunities there. You know, what are the opportunities for some like women's basketball? You got the WNBA. Other than that, I mean, you got to be one of the best to get in. So you're not going to necessarily make athlete money. Not too many are going to. Now, with that said. If they can make money now, then here are here are the avenues. The avenues have been opened up. So you can make money. You can you can cash in on your fame a little bit. Once it's you know, once you're out of college, you you can cash in on your fame if you had a like tremendous career here. I mean, you could be you could be the pitchman for a local car dealership. You can you can hey, remember me? I used to be used to be on the thundering herd and yeah, come buy this Chevy. Come buy this Kia. Come come buy this um, Tesla. It's it's what you do now, and that's attracting a lot of I don't want to say misuse, but there are really no rules. So here we are. It's the wild wild west, and yet Saban, on the one hand, not having really much tact about it, saying, "Look." Yeah, you know why Texas A&M had a better recruiting class than us? Uh, they bought every player. Hey, Saban, you shouldn't have said that. Yeah, you know, I shouldn't have said that. I didn't lie, but I shouldn't have said that. And that's the vibe I'm getting. I'm like, look, I didn't say they did anything wrong. I'm just saying to people who he's trying to raise money to or from, hey, you know what? They're spending. We're going to have to do the same. We're going to have to spend, going to have to cash in. Scholarship isn't enough. The potential to have money attached to it is going to attract players. I mean, really, it's money. It just comes down to that. College athletics is basically a minor league here. It's, a, it's, it's soon going to be a paid minor league. In so many regards. Now, is that wrong? Or is it just an evolution? I don't know if it's wrong. But there's not a level playing field. There's not a level playing field to begin with. Bigger schools have more resources to put into this than smaller schools. It's just a fact. And so now bigger schools are going to have to find more resources to be able to attract. I mean, what if we are able to offer more scholarships to more student-athletes? I mean, that levels 
uh, the playing field somewhat, but not all the way because, you know, there are some schools that find ways to recruit and have their players on roster here or can afford. I mean, what if you offer more, you're offering more scholarships? Okay. There's some thought that maybe that doesn't level the playing field because, you know, then we can stack as many as we want. But I, I think you're not going to see that because if I'm – I think the days of I'm a really good player and I'm going to sit and wait, I think those days are over. I'm a really good player, but i got to sit and wait. And that doesn't happen very often. If you're a really good player and you can move, you can be Joe Burrow. Right? You can be Joe Burrow. What he did was not wrong. He was a really good player. He wanted to play. He found the way to go play. And you try to have depth at a position. And some positions you can have depth and use that depth. You're not going to roll in your number two quarterback and your number three quarterback. You're going to go with your guy. And if your quarterback goes down, then you're like, oh, gosh, we got a good second. Yeah, we got a second stringer. Put him in. You're not going to have players that are really good but are waiting, waiting too long because now there's an opportunity. Not every player, though, is going to find a new home. That's, that's, that's the trick. That's the, that's the downside here. Doesn't mean you're guaranteed. If you enter the transfer portal, you have given up everything. And now you're looking at a situation where, okay, I got to go find a new place and hopefully there's a place that'll have me. I mean, it's, it's hit or miss. If you're really good and you're not happy for whatever reason, you got a better chance than if you're okay. You're an okay player. And here you are. And, of course, you know, things are, are changing now. So, all of a sudden, coaches aren't locked into just 25, by the way. The numbers change. So, hey, we got a lot of holes to fill here. Oh, we only have 25 to offer. Well, well we can offer as many as we have now. I mean, and so how many players are going to be um, told to hit the road? Like, hey, you didn't work out. Not, okay, we're, um, you know, you're here for four years. We can't get rid of you. Because there's an avenue now. Okay. Um, yeah, you might want to hit the transfer portal. I don't know if those conversations are going on. I think they are. I, I really think they are. They're going on, and it's not I, – I, I, I like the – I like the – again, it's not, it's not adapt or die. It's just, you know, I, I, I like it when – it's it's fun, it's but it's business. I, I like pro sports more because it's it's a business up front. Uh, that's why I like pro sports because it's it's up front. It's a business. We're not masquerading as uh, as something else. In the college level, college level is fun, but now and now it's you've got to have a lot of business IQ. You've got to have a lot more going for your program to be able to navigate and to manage. And here's the other thing. 
everybody's trying to do this. And fans and alumni are sort of like stockholders here. You know, they're shareholders here a little bit. And they want instant results. And if they don't get instant results, oh, let me tell you, we are in trouble. Uh, I was reading an article this weekend about a radio announcer. Yeah, we'll get into that. There's an article I was reading this weekend over a radio announcer. And said a player sucked. And I know for many years, I would make people mad because I just wouldn't come out and say it. Like, fire Doc Holliday. I mean, for a long time, it was just like, oh, we can't get, yeah, you know, fire Doc Holliday. Come on, get on fire Doc Holliday. And, I mean, there are certain lines, I mean, This is the toy box. I'm in the toy store right now. Here, this is the toy department of life. The sports side of things. This is the this is the toy aisle here. I mean, this is the fun. This is the fun. You get to play with this. And I think you got to evaluate performance, and that's fair. That's fair. You got to evaluate performance. But uh, there's a radio host, and we'll tell you about him when we continue that. Absolutely, um, he's he's on leave right now because completely called out, not just like criticized. If it's one thing, if I said, I said, look, Tavion Kinsey didn't have a good game tonight. Tavion Kinsey didn't have a good game. He was missing shots. Uh, he looked tentative. I can say, hey, Tavion, you didn't have a good game tonight. What's up? What happened? Tavion's going to say, you know, I didn't have a good game. You know, it's it's he's going to. Yeah, because that's fair criticism. Like, hey, Tavion, what was going on? You're missing a lot of shots. What's going on? And he's going he's gonna to give you an answer. I mean, first of all, I'm going to actually ask that question. It's like, Tay, your game was off tonight. I'm using, I'm using Tavion as an example because, you know, he's somebody, you know, we can ask that kind of question to. But just to come out and say, hey, you know what, Tavion, yeah, okay. Again, I'm illustration purposes here. Don't say, yeah, don't be saying I said Tavion sucks. Um, I came on the radio and said, you know what, Tavion Kinsey sucks. Um, we'll talk about this. It's a, it's an Arkansas, of all places, Arkansas. We'll talk about this when we continue this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Tuesday, May 31st edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So, if I came out and said to any player, or said about any player, you're a loser and a disgrace and you can't get out of this program soon enough, some of you might be like, yeah, Swan, you tell him. And a lot of you would like, get him out of here now. How dare you desecrate the herd? So I don't know what side of the of the spectrum you fall on, but there was an ESPN Arkansas radio host named Derek Ruskin. And so he made some comments about a baseball player, an Arkansas Razorback baseball player. So Arkansas had an okay season. I mean, way better than the herd. They were 38 and 18, but they 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 didn't do well at the end. They kind of kind of dropped off. So, baseball is pretty hot in the SEC. Big deal here. And 
They were the three seed and just didn't didn't finish strong. So they're not they're not hosting a regional. Oh no. Not hosting a regional. How oh no. The season's over, right? Not necessarily. You don't have to host a regional to to have a good good go at it. So here's the deal. As we do every day in this industry, in this profession, we talk about the teams. We talk about the highs. We talk about the lows. We talk about the news. Uh, if something bad's going on, we got to talk about it. If something good's going on, we got to talk about it. We, just, we have to. We can't ignore either side of it. It can't be all rainbows and gumdrops on this program. And it can't be all bad stuff either. It just can't be. Everything's terrible or everything's great. It can't be. It's just got to be it, it's got to be what it is. So if Marshall football's having a great go of it, you got to talk about that. Marshall's having a great go. Make a season. If Marshall can't seem to win a game, you got to talk about that. But at no time if you're worth anything, no time would you come on and say Coach Huff sucks. First of all, he's not going to take kindly to that. And secondly, that's more of a personal attack than a, a fair criticism. And again, I when I say uh, criticism, fair criticism. Fair criticism. Not criticism because I don't like him or criticism because he, he looked at me wrong and I want to get back at him or because he's not winning what I think he should be doing. You know, I'm just going to go after him. No. You know, instead... Yeah, you you talk about what's happening. You, you be honest. You ask you ask honest questions, but you be fair. You be fair about it. And so, things are happening in Arkansas baseball. So this radio announcer uh, talked about the team's season and played a soundbite of the catcher for the team, Michael Turner. And Turner was talking about the, how the team is dealing with um, with how. They've kind of fallen off. And here's some he the announcer basically said he was stupid. Called him stupid. There's more to it, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. But he called him a stupid get the point. Uh, a disgrace, called him a disgrace and a loser. And um, said that the um, and he, here's the fun thing here. Quote, I'll say it, and I wouldn't say this about a young player, Michael Turner. He's a fifth-year guy from Kent State because he transferred in. Said he's a stupid, and he also um, said that now the comments were, from Turner, because he was he was commenting on what he was saying. The comments from Turner were is like Arkansas trying to keep everything tight. You know, basically, hey, look, we're gonna be we're gonna yeah we're playing for a you know we're gonna stay within here. You know, we're not gonna let outside stuff. Because Turner said that there are a lot of people that are fans. Some are good fans. Some are not good fans. And if you read Twitter after the game, it can get in your mind a little bit. So we're just trying to keep the circle tight and keep moving forward. So 
uh, I mean, that's fair of any fan base. There are a lot of people who, you know, after a player has a poor performance, you just crucify him. message boards, Twitter, Facebook. And it's, it's one thing if you have displeasure for the way your team's performing. It's another thing if you get personal. Like, look, I don't think this team's very good. Is that is that a fair statement? I mean, coach might disagree with you. Like, yeah, I think we're a good team. We're just not performing well. You know, fan might go, man, I don't think this is a good team right now. Professional radio host here just went into a diatribe about his comments and said, quote, first of all, you're not a Razorback. You're a rental player and have sucked. So thanks for nothing. Then he added, secondly, as a rental player, you do not get to come in here and criticize this fan base. You stupid, not a chance. And you used the entire answer to take a swing at this fan base. You're a disgrace, Michael Turner. You're a disgrace, he said. He added, you should not get to wear that uniform again. What a loser. You know why they're losing? Because you're a loser and you're the catcher. You're in charge of this whole thing on the infield. You're a loser and a disgrace. And if you can't get out of this and you can't get out of this program soon enough. So, first of all, a player basically said fans suck on uh, in a soundbite, in an interview. Maybe maybe too honest, right? Fans are fans suck. But other than, hey, you know, we got good fans, we got bad fans. We got to tune that stuff out. Can't can't let that get in. Can't get let that get in. And you have an announcer. Now, again, a lot of people take this job and – there are different degrees of personality. There are different degrees of professionalism. There are different degrees of how you do this. You can be provocative. You can ask tough questions. You can ask fair questions. You can be honest. You can do all of that. But then you start calling someone a loser and it's grace. I mean, that's, that's crossing a line. It's absolutely not how you should do this. I mean, there are a lot of people who would will do that. There are lots of radio announcers that you probably know that do that. Is it right? Not in my book. Some of you might say, hey, look, call them out. If they're terrible, they're terrible. Again, I work in the toy department of radio here. I work in the toy department of, of sports. This is, this, is a, this is a fun job. And just because the team that I cover is doing poorly, uh, no need to call a player a loser, a disgrace. No need to call a coach loser or disgrace. If I don't like something that coach is doing, I'll say it. But I'm not going to call coach loser. I'm not going to call coach a disgrace. I'm not going to call a player a disgrace. I'm not going to – I mean, I can criticize. It's fair. I can criticize performance. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. You can criticize a performance. 
But once you take it a little personal, it stops becoming a criticism and it becomes an attack on someone. It's not necessarily where I want to be. Yeah, I want to be able to have honest discussions, have honest thoughts, and be able to be fair, but also not drink the Kool-Aid, as some of you would say. Everything's right with the world. No, not everything's right with the world. Everything's going to hell. No, not everything's going to hell. It's just where it is. It's atrocious that Marshall Baseball has taken this long to get a ballpark. Now, do I start calling out the people who made this happen or not happen in this sense? Uh, not personally. Yeah, I wonder what they were doing, but you know, I'm not going to call them. You know, I'm not going to call them stupid or disgrace. I mean, it can be disgraceful. It's disgraceful that Marshall Baseball hasn't been able to get a ballpark, and it's disgraceful that it hasn't been able to come to fruition. The last athletic director, Mike Hamrick. I'm not saying it. You know what, Hamrick, you're a disgrace. You couldn't get this done. No. A lot of people have tried before. And he was close. He was close. And then we had the pandemic happen. You know, Marshall football hasn't been uh, relevant in years. Well, yeah, okay. I'm not going to call the coach a loser. By the way, I'm making that up. Marshall football is relevant. I'm just – I'm not – I'm just illustrating a point here. Again, you got to be careful here because, you know, somebody will get back to somebody and somebody will get back to somebody. Next thing you know, um, you know, somebody is like calling me out for something I didn't say. I got to be careful here. So that was um, that was interesting. And so um, Derek Ruskin, again, this is ESPN Arkansas. Um, he's uh, going to be taking time away. This is a statement of release. Taking time away from afternoon on ESPN Arkansas. Um his comments during Friday's show concerning Michael Turner went too far and did not meet our company's standard for quality content. ESPN Arkansas works every day to provide honest, fair, and passionate sports talk. Those are the words right there. Honest, fair, passionate. Not personal. Not personal at all. Not anything... Let's put it this way. If you're having a bad night on the on the court, it's different than yeah, it's different from me saying, Hey, look, you yeah, you had a bad night, what happened? Or, you know, if not an opportunity to ask that question, you know, you, to make a statement. Marshall had a bad night on the court. Tavion. Again, I'm using Tavion as an example, only because, well, um, Tavion likes me. No, just, just, you know, use him as an example because he's, he's the star of the basketball team. So, yeah, as a star, Tavion had a bad night. So, okay, if, if I say Tavion had a bad night, that's not Tavion's a bad human being or he's a terrible player. Or, hey, Tavion maybe is in the wrong position. Maybe he needs to be elsewhere on the court. Not Tavion doesn't know how to play basketball or he's, he's stupid. He's an idiot. No, no, that's that's completely different. Two different threads here. And honestly, I get it. You want to be passionate about your sports? You know, for me, 
I went to Marshall. I graduated from Marshall. I grew up watching Marshall sports. As a child, I grew up watching Marshall athletics. I went to Marshall University. I work in radio. I work in part of my job. Not It's not the whole, all of my job, but part of my job is Marshall athletics related. So I have a attachment to Marshall University. I want Marshall University to do well. I'm a fan of Marshall University. I can't get away from it. I mean, there are too many things that point towards me being a fan of Marshall Athletics. I can't just come out to you and say, you know what, I'm completely neutral. It would be dishonest, and you know it. But there's a difference for me living and dying here, like this guy. Because the baseball team didn't get a host of regional here, and this uh, team uh, is uh, having a little down track. And, and this player maybe said, hey, you know what, fans, sometimes you guys are not that cool sometimes. This guy has a, a blows a gasket, has a diatribe, calling a player out personally. Uh, folks, this isn't anything to stress over. That's not, it, we're, not, we're doing it wrong for stressing over this stuff. If Marshall's having a bad season, how do you address that? If Marshall is having a great season, yeah, we're having a great time. If Marshall has a bad season, how do we address that? What needs to happen? You know, do you need to bring in some better recruits, better players? You know, Do you have to evaluate coaching? I mean, these are all honest and fair questions here. Not, you suck, you got to go, how dare you speak to the fans. Speak your mind, young man. If the fans are not cool, you can say that. You can say that. Because, um, let's be honest, sometimes fans take this a little too far. Sometimes, sometimes. And it's not, it's not the full body of fans here. It's, it's vocal fans, but their voices are amplified, and they get a little too passionate here for what should be considered fun games. This is the fun and games section of life here. Watching the herd play on Saturdays. It's the fun and game section. And if they're not doing a good job, you got another week to hopefully they do a better job. And if they have a full year of this and they're not doing a good job, then you know that will be evaluated. It's all good. Play, you know, this will all be course corrected here. And if there's a if you follow a team and it's been terrible for 20 or 30 years then you got two things you can do. You can be uh, all in on that, lovable losers, like Cubs fans, for example, for years. Or you can pull your support. You can not show up. I mean, you can be a Pirates fan like uh, our, our producer, Christian. Pirates baseball coming up tonight. I mean, they're, I'm not saying they're terrible. They're mediocre, but they're not terrible right now. Uh, they did split so far on the road, so they're doing all right. Pirates baseball coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. NHL playoff action tonight. Game one of the Western Conference Finals. Edmonton taking on Colorado. We'll have that for you on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3, 1340. Pirates in action tonight. We got a late one for you. Hope you uh, take a nap. Get your nap in. It's going to be late. West Coast, you're coming up here. Uh, we go on the air at 9.45 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And, of course, um, if you um, 
are interested in such things. We got the NBA playoffs continuing this week. The finals are coming up. Celtics taking on the Warriors. That's going to be 9 p.m. We'll have that game for you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. That's going to do it for this edition. Uh, back tomorrow as we uh, today is um, today's not Monday. It's like Long Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. It's already tomorrow's already Wednesday. It's Hump Day tomorrow. That's what long weekends do. Gets everything out of rhythm. We'll be back in rhythm tomorrow. Uh, for our producer Christian Palmer, with that uh, the P on his that that pirate's hat is for Palmer, not for pirates. And he's got his Marshall shirt on. I was half expecting him to wear a Carolina Hurricanes shirt if uh, the Rangers lost last night. Um, sorry. Get your Tampa Bay shirt on, maybe. We'll see. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.